Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all right. What's your next topic? Um, we can do. Well, let's do the. You know, when this pandemic happened, how old was Frankie? Months. Months, right? Yeah. Like six months, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, six months. Okay. So now she's a year mm-hmm. and a month. A month. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we're recording. <laughs> how <Yeah>. did I know? <laughs> <laughs> So which one is this? Yeah, so we can just talk about um, parenting evals. <laughs> mm, <laughs> hey like... guys, welcome to the Dear oh, Frankie yeah. <laughs> podcast. My name is Chris, here with my wife Nikki. Hello. And she just gave me the topic for this <laughs> this little session is, um, I guess kind of like our report card for ourselves yeah well, yeah i'll reflect back at the first year of parenthood yeah <laughs> it oh, has man. been a ride to everybody that has done this before us bless your souls i salute you <laughs> to all the single parents out there bless you i salute yeah. you yeah times two. whether you're a single My mom gosh. single dad whatever it is if you're a single parent this is a tough job um and a very fulfilling job but tough nonetheless yeah um and i'm saying that only because we've seen the slew of things with frankie in terms of you know of course her stint in the nicu and then um we had a thing with allergies not too long after that oh my gosh yeah um and then we had debates about uh, not just with us but with even family and friends about daycare and how we're gonna raise her yeah and um man i i'm i'm so glad we're at this era of parenting where people don't judge you for your decisions for your as children much. as much as they did before yeah as much um and, and i only say that because you do still get the side side eye from some of the your, older yeah, yeah the old older heads, generation the yeah. old heads definitely think that their way was the best way yeah. and um you know why are you doing it this way i i do want to say that i feel like frankie for the most part is doing great as a child yeah um you know she's interactive uh she does smile a lot. She blabs her mouth off. She's yeah, trying. She sings. Yeah, she's trying to talk. She sings. She yeah. she dances. She, she has likes some TikToks, playing with toys. You know, you know um, she she's. I would say right now she's a very well rounded baby. Yeah, but it did take some work. And what I mean by work is we definitely had to stick to a program that was right for us and not necessarily for listen. everybody. Yeah. yeah. And not necessarily listen to everybody who had two cents to say about how we're raising, raising her. her. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're only saying this in terms of it might not be the best way for you because we're definitely about raising Frankie to be an independent to be as independent as she can be for her age. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whether that's eating, you know, her falling asleep by herself, like um, things of that. And the way she plays, we, we like her independent playing and yeah. then playing so, with a group as well. Yeah. So uh, 
and it took a lot of research not only um you know nikki did a lot of the legwork on that research and then she conveyed that to me yeah and said hey you know can we do this and and, and it wasn't like me saying this is the only way we have to do it yeah it, I, it was a lot of cooperation between us we were just like hey i'm thinking about this what do you think yeah and then, you know. it definitely came to, and i would say hey yeah i don't really like doing that can we just do this instead and you know uh, we do look at a lot of the quote-unquote expert advice and we also look into what you know our parents are telling us and yeah, what and our relatives and friends and you know we made the best decisions we we thought we thought we made the best decisions for, 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 for her, her as how she's growing up because every kid is different yes because almost at one point we were like oh man is she underdeveloped we were we were so and and i guess every first new parent yeah, thinks this way it's kind of like that and we just so like let's we can kind of start like quarter months you know and we'll let's yeah. go from there so like the one to three months it was we were tired mm. the sleepless nights because you know back then babies the stomach their stomachs is smaller uh-huh. so they're gonna eat they're gonna want to eat and then like two hours yeah. an hour later they're gonna want to eat again yeah. and it's crying but you crying. know we also got into a good system there too where we moved a lot of the stuff upstairs. Yes. We, and, you know, thankfully, she took to the crib very well. Well, I, I credit the crib yeah, on with the, the NICU. NICU yeah, a little hand in hand. But, you know, we yeah. could have been we could have been just having her on the bed. And We, as a couple, we knew from the get-go that, that we are us. not co-sleeping. Mm-mm. Co-sleeping was not something that we both wanted to do. Well, first of all, I move a lot in my sleep. I also snore a lot. Mm-hmm. So, And I already don't have any bed. Look, so. that is not my problem. <laughs> we have a king size now. Now. And is that a problem? <laughs> no. Yeah, Anyways. king size is now. Yeah, but when we were on a queen, si- uh, on a queen man. Anyways, let's move on, I was clinging we? on for my life. Let's move on, shall we? That is not my problem. <laughs> so we, we already knew that we're not going to have this baby. No matter what. Yes. Even if she was, yeah. Even if she was fussy, even if she was crying a we lot. We had to find a way to put her back in the crib. And, you know, there were these days too, and I know this is going to be, we had a mamaru mm-hmm. that our friends Sydney and TK gave to us. And sometimes when the baby didn't want to sleep, we put that baby in the mama room. Oh, man. One time. And that was the most, the longest we ever slept. Yeah. It was like four hours. Four hours with a newborn sleeping in the mama room. Granted, you know, we we were waking up periodically to just be like, are you still breathing? Yeah, right. Okay, you're breathing. Okay, okay, I can go back to sleep. But, you know, we were definitely sleep deprived and... You know, I think at one point we were kind of snapping at each other too when it came to parenting her because we were just so tired. Yeah. You know, I was healing from... That's a tough time. Yeah. The one to three is a very hard adjustment, I think. It was. Yeah. Um, uh, So, you know, be patient with one another. And, you know, around that time, there's not much you could do with that baby. It's going to want to wake up. Yeah. In every couple hour intervals yeah that's just the way it is and you're just gonna have yeah you you have to adapt you have to adapt 
Um, and I feel like we adapted well enough. <laughs> well enough. We were barely. Yeah. We we just passed the passing <laughs> line of. <laughs> I know, and it's so funny because I look back on it now, and I'm just like, man, I don't think, I don't think I would have been able because I'm the type of person that needs seven to eight hours of sleep, mm. and you know this, mm-hmm. and that period when i wasn't getting any because i was getting up to pump i was getting up to wash bottles and you know there was we had a whole system where i was pumping you know in the middle of the night and he was feeding her right so we were both up you know so and that's another thing too that i really appreciated that you did (laughs) was that i i found out from a lot of my acquaintances and friends that when they had a newborn you know the one to three a lot of their partners wouldn't wake up in the middle of the night and help them it was all the mom's um responsibility Responsibility, and i man i didn't like that i didn't like that we made this baby together and you're telling me we're not gonna share the same amount of responsibilities because you know i i i appreciated that you know you were taking on as much as i was taking on you were also changing diapers you were you know i think the only thing that i didn't let you do was wash bottles as much mm-hmm. i think you tried because you were so specific i was very specific on how you wanted it and yeah. no one was getting it right no one was getting it right my mom <laughs> tried to wash the bottles too one time and i was like no i'm gonna rewash all of these yeah this is not you know but see but we were being super super yeah we were being super careful yeah. about that part of her because, very particular yeah at that time i don't think yeah. we're gonna be that particular next we'll see i don't know yeah we'll see i know now we take the pass we used to boil the passies the pacifier like every Every, other night yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. now we just rinse them off yeah or like (laughs) if if there was like now a huge pile of old passies then we'll boil them right it's (laughs) it'll change and you guys will adapt yeah so you know so that that. was like our main takeaway for the one to three months right yeah very tired very sleep so be patient with one another and you know frankie when she was one to three she just she slept a lot and but then she also cried a lot Mm -hmm. she was also very fussy she had like colic Mm -hmm. you know and all that stuff so three to six was when the allergy started came coming in because we started introducing solids Right. Uh, no. And she had the eczema. Well, we we tried to switch the formula. Yes, so um, she had she had broken out in, in hives when we we tried Similac. Basically, she had been she only had breast milk up to that up point. to that point. Yeah, and, but we started noticing maybe Nikki's supply was running a little lower than it wasn't. It was there. It was enough for her for the day, but it wasn't there wasn't extra as much as i had yeah. with so we wanted to try you know well i was like about... let's let's try supplementing yeah yeah and right when she did it she took down the milk it it took some some trying um but when she finally took down a bottle um i want to say maybe 15 minutes later she threw it all up and then after that she reacted with hives so much and yeah. i we were, so we rushed to, to the we ER. We went to the ER. We were just like, oh, man. Yeah. We're breaking this baby. <laughs> we broke this baby. And then, you know, they said, has the baby been tested for 
like allergies and we were just like no you know we didn't even know because i've i have nieces and nephews i have nephews who got both you know milk breast milk and formula and they were fine mm-hmm. and we have our godson was mix of breast milk and form and so we were just like under the impression that oh this was something that we can just easily do but when she threw up and you know i felt bad for my husband because you it went all the way <laughs> like in your shirt in your pants yeah. everywhere right yeah. and we were just freaked out because the hives were so... Yeah, there was a lot. It, it was, was all in lot. her chest, yeah. on her back, and then some, of, and, and some on was, her arms. Yeah, and she was so upset. Yeah. And we just, you know, we just rushed there. And then, you know, she we already knew she had eczema mm-hmm. at that point. But we didn't... What we didn't know was that, you know, sometimes babies have a reaction to a protein in the formula that's you know derived from cow's milk like whey or something like that and it may cause a reaction so we had to do allergy tests so um they what is it she we found out she wasn't allergic to nuts thank god um but then we found out she had an, a, a reaction to eggs a cow's milk yeah and, but, you know, later on, we kind of figured out, oh, that was just the eczema having an adverse reaction yeah. to that. But, you know, at the time, we didn't know. Yeah, so, so we're, we're now we have this baby on a diet in terms yeah. of, like, what she could eat, what she got. We were very protective about what she was intaking. Yeah, so, like, when we first started introducing solids, that was around the six-month mark, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, um... You know, I my mom, she was very like, oh, you can start at three months because we were a little late, but we did take our time only because we didn't know what we were scared to kind of give her. We didn't want to experiment because what if she was allergic to something else? Yeah. And we understand. Look, now that we look at some of the the time frames like on these pouches, then, you know, those quick puree pouches. We're so late on some of those dates. But, hey, it's okay. Because, you know, she's eating very well now. Yeah. So, you know. And I think uh, another thing that we ended up doing around the six-month time frame was we knew we didn't want her in the room. With us, yes. With us. You know, we wanted to start, you know, trying to... And maybe, like, every other night or, you know, every two nights we would put her... Like in another room, but we didn't have that opportunity until, at that time until yeah. we finally moved into our house. Right. So, right when we moved into here, we got her room done first. That was the first thing. <laughs> you know what? Until now, our bedroom's not done. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the first thing we set up was her room. Yeah. We knew that we yeah. she's never she's never sleeping in the same room as us. Yeah. You know? So right around the six month. Th- I, I want to say it was a little bit before, and I, I mean a little bit was like a week before mm-hmm. her six month, but that's when we started putting her into her own room, and it was it was a pretty good time. Yeah. Um, for sleep training. That well, was it, right? yeah, for sleep training, but we had already gotten her used to sleeping through the night. Yeah. Well, not no, she didn't sleep through the night until like six or seven. Yeah. So we were starting. Yeah, we were starting. So she would still wake up maybe once or twice a night depending yeah but we would just feed her 
Yeah. And she would just go back, go back right to back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So the only off chances that she would wake up was if, you know, she was teething or she was, you know, sickly, like she wasn't feeling well. And yeah. then, you know, that's when we would have to rock her to sleep. Mm-hmm. But then we would still put her in the crib. Yeah. And, and I think that's something that I would advise is try to get... I'm not saying kicking them out as fast as possible, but you do want to start transitioning her to to start knowing this or your bedtime. baby. Yeah, this is bedtime and then you have your own specific place to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So now she's associating that crib with, with sleeping. Sleep. Yep. So we got her on a really good Yeah. Like it, it was almost to the point where it's like uh, you know, right when it's nighttime, you know, back then her bedtime was nine o'clock. Or eight o'clock, somewhere around there. Um, now it's six or seven. Yeah, six or seven, only because we bring her to daycare. <laughs> but um, you know, back then it was like eight o'clock. You know, so we got a, we started putting her into bed at eight, having a bedtime routine, which that helped was out crucial. a lot. Yeah, yeah. So you know, every other day, you and then her- at at some points, you know, when we found out about her eczema, I would give her. Bath time was me. That was my time with her. Bath time was Chris. I wouldn't. I think I only did bath time like twice in her whole year, <laughs> yeah. and and I, you know, he he took that to heart. He did it very well. Yeah. You know? So you know, Frankie and I ended up with a good bed uh, routine. Yeah, routine. like a really good routine in terms of yeah, she'll still get upset that I'm washing her face and blah 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 blah. But, you know, she knew, I guess she started realizing, you know, once after, not too long after a shower or a bath, she's about to go to sleep. Yeah. Or like she's going to get milk and she's going to go to sleep. Yeah, she's going to get milk, go to sleep, whatever, you know, um, whatever your routine is, whether it's read a book and try to do that. Um, But, you know, that's when I put her down, gave her some milk, put a pacifier in her, and then she already knew to go to sleep. Yeah, and we also used the white noise machine all throughout, like, since she was born. Oh, she's doing it now, yeah. Yeah, she's doing it now, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so I think the three to six was solids, trying to get her a good yeah, sleep routine. Yeah, that's starting, yeah. And the sleep routine, as soon as we left, when she got her own room, man, she was sleeping through the night. Yeah. We were, I think, the first day that she was in there by herself she slept pretty good she slept pretty good she woke up like she woke up a little bit but i'm saying compared to what we had in the house before Mm -hmm. to now in her own room that was amazing to me right right so yeah so that was that was pretty good we knew as you know parents we needed her to sleep through the night yeah because that was only going to help us out. that was only going to help us out because you know at the time she wasn't in daycare mm-hmm. it was just me mm-hmm. taking care of her during the day because i was working nights mm-hmm. you know so um i didn't have enough time for for you i didn't have any time for anything else because i was running ragged like i have to take care of her and then she had to go to sleep and then if she if she couldn't go to sleep at the time that you were, you know, for bedtime for her, man, I don't know if I would have, you know, how it would be now. I, it would be hard for us. Very hard. Yeah. So I would say if you guys have a bedtime, you know, the thing that helped us out from six to nine months mm-hmm. was 
Nikki found out about this app called Huckleberry. Yes. And we're this is not a sponsored <laughs> podcast, but, but you know, she found out about this app called Huckleberry and it basically showed you So you track you track your baby's sleep the first three days, mm-hmm. including naps. Mm-hmm. So anytime your baby fell asleep, you track it and then it tells you the next optimal nap and then when the baby should sleep. Mm-hmm. And for us, we didn't know at the time that we were actually making her overtired Mm -hmm. during the day. So I didn't know that babies at this point should have like two naps a day or three naps a day, Mm -hmm. even at one hour or one to two each. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. So this whole time, you know, we were running her ragged and she wasn't getting enough naps. So finding out that this is how much hours a baby could need to sleep during the day helped us out with her nighttime schedule Mm -hmm. because she actually you know got enough sleep and she's not cranky she's not tired i think whenever we had to break like her bedtime like i think there was one where you got home at like 11 with her and she still slept but you know, yeah, she was very cranky. She was very upset. She didn't like that her schedules changed. So that was another thing too, is yeah. finding out that the new sleeping schedule. Yeah, she find, needed naps. and finding out that you have to be strict with that schedule. Yes. Um. So and and this can be, you know, I, I don't know how your situation is, but if you're a team, you know what Nikki and I ended up doing was. You know, since we had separate schedules, I would end up having to tell her when she went to sleep so Nikki can log it. Yeah. And then, you know, she would tell me via text or whatever that, you know, her next this is nap her, is. Yeah. Or like, this, this is time. her bedtime. Yeah. Or her yeah. bedtime would be this. So, you know, you really do have to work as a team on it if that's yeah. what you're you have to deal with. You know, yeah. by all means, it was well worth it for us. Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't a. um it wasn't a paid app you just download it you mm-hmm. know so and i think the you can even look it up online like sleeping patterns for three month old baby or mm-hmm. you know sleeping schedule for six months and that's because we needed her to sleep for us we just needed that alone time for us so you yeah. know we're not necessarily saying do this but you know this is what helped us like yeah because now it gives us a lot of um free play if you want to say that because now she goes to sleep well let's say for well back then let's say she did go to sleep at eight so then from eight till the very next morning you know that's your time to either clean up the house or or watch a movie watch a movie with something you know with your significant other you know taking care of babies is a lot of work so you need that alone time yeah i i i found this out from tiktok but um bedtime is for the parents because mm-hmm. the the whole day is for the kids mm-hmm. you know so you have to you have to understand that too like you have to have time for for yourself and your partner so that's what six to nine mm-hmm. she was you know getting yeah, the hang of one. and then that was also when six to nine was also when i introduced baby led weaning mm, yeah yeah so she was still taking breast milk and you know we found out she could, she didn't like formula any kind of formula we even shipped one from <laughs> europe 
Oh, we tried a few different ones. We, we tried, tried organic everything. ones. Yeah. We tried different brands. We spent a lot of money just on trying to find out just, which. Yeah. Because a lot of the ones didn't offer. Um, they didn't offer samples at the yeah, time. Yeah, so you had to buy the can. Yeah. And so Man. we spent a lot of money on that. Yeah. So, but you know, her being on breast milk—that was something that we had to, we had to deal with. And you know, thankfully. There was enough supply and, you know. Yeah, to keep her going even until yeah. now. But now we had to, I had to introduce baby led weaning because I didn't know how long my breast milk was going to last. So baby led weaning is basically you're going to cut. So typically the interest, the baby industry wants This is you, nine to one year, yeah, right? Or no, six. Well, six to. Six to now. Yeah, six to now. It's baby led weaning. It's you you don't puree foods for the baby you just give little bite-sized foods and you don't you don't alter the food and the goal with that is that you want to introduce independent eating Mm -hmm. to your child and then they they start seeing food as you know nourishment and stuff and then eventually they will by themselves wean them off of milk Mm -hmm. because you know up until that point milk is their only source of food and you introducing little things like you know a steamed carrot that's cut into cubes and stuff like that so you know look it up if you're curious i know a lot of my acquaintances and friends who've seen frankie because you know sometimes i post her eating on instagram they're like, wow, she eats so well. What did you do? And I, I, I said baby led weaning because yeah. she doesn't, I don't feed her from the spoon. She just eats herself. Yeah. You know. And, and you know, a lot of um, older mentality, uh, older parents would be like, oh, you're not spoon feeding. I'm like, no, it's okay. But, you know, they're like, oh, it's dirty. I'm like, that's okay too. Yeah. You know, um, it's just clothes. <laughs> we Yeah. And we have noticed that you know i feel like she's a bit more advanced in eating than some other kids yeah only because you know she's not flinging around food and she does it every once in a while but she's you know for the most part she's using it to eat to eat yeah yeah um and you know she plays with it sometimes but not not to the point where it's like yo you're not eating that at all yeah and now (laughs) now that she's a little older whatever we're eating for that night yeah she's getting she's getting it if anything she just gets an extra serving of vegetables and fruit so i guess i've noticed for the most part too because you know around you know right at the one year mark is when they they tell you you know you can stop the breast milk and the formula if you want yeah, yeah if you want to you know and she transitioned we we tried it yeah one night uh just a couple of days after she she turned one really well (laughs) yeah and um you know we didn't give her milk when she went to sleep and it was all good so now we just use the rest of the remaining supply just every once in a while when we feel like she didn't get enough enough food food. yeah we'll just be like oh can you warm up a bag yeah and we'll give her like six ounces or something like that before she was killing the bag <laughs> like 12 yeah, 11 sometimes ounces. 11 12 ounces yeah. she'll she'll drain but um you know now it's definitely a good point where it's like yeah she's advancing very well in terms of yeah. uh, what she's eating and she you know she's willing to explore like she likes she likes the broccoli and carrot mix yeah and, and and like another thing that i liked that she did 
was she started playing by herself oh, a yeah, lot she has, more. Yeah. And, like, she wasn't needing us as much. Mm-hmm. So, like, before, she would mm, be very, very clingy. clingy. And we don't know if it was because she was teething or it was just a thing that babies did at that age. But, like, I want to say six months going forward she was Mm -hmm. playing by herself like we could put her in her little playpen area and she can entertain herself you know the only off chances that she would be grumpy is you know if maybe she was hungry and we didn't know or you know she had pooped and she needed her diaper change but for the most part she was yeah now she's self-sustaining herself now she's and then cry when she wants food yeah and now she (laughs) she's entertained by the doorknobs of the <laughs> of anything yeah like, she's definitely a lot more engaged in her toys they're yeah. not just objects anymore she she knows that now there's a little bit of reaction to what what yeah. she does or like there's yeah. a purpose for like, something um she got a bunch of musical instruments on her for her birthday and now she knows that she had like little maracas mm-hmm. and she knows that if you shake it yeah you know yeah. it makes noise so now when she shakes it she does a little dance because mm-hmm. she attributes it with music you know and we oh another thing we relied on coco melon a lot yeah and a lot of people tell you to not do a lot oh, of screen man. time I, and i remember i got a lot of flack for that too i, I I thought I was going to be that mom who was like, no screen time for my baby. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, and I want to say in, in moderation, because I do feel better now because we're not constantly having her on in front of the TV. Yeah. I used it as a crutch, I think, before. Yeah, before we were definitely using it too much. And uh, it was good to break the cycle because now when she sees it, it's almost like... Fresh. Mm, maybe a little bit of a reward Mm, okay not yeah you know like you know when you eat you know oh that's another thing. kind of like how you treat mcdonald's it's not an everyday (laughs) thing but when you do you know it's it's great yeah it's not real food but you know it's a splurge yeah so now we associate that with like oh you know, we get a little bit of cocoa melon time. Yeah, and it's before when I said it was a crutch, I really leaned into that crutch because I would be so tired that yeah, I would I would go in the playpen with her and I would just sleep and let her play. Yeah, and maybe another thing too is don't let people discourage you from using daycare. And oh man, and I know a lot of people. If it's are like, something that you can afford, yes. If you can afford it. By all means, news daycare. Or and, and I was trying, or whatever. Yeah, and I was trying to get, you know, Nikki on board with that. Because she was definitely like, no, nah, I can handle it. And look, y'all are some strong parents. I understand. But if look inside yourself and be like, mm. look, can you really handle this right now? At one point, I saw Nikki was really struggling. Yeah, I was crying a lot. And, you know, we'll do this another episode. But yeah. I, it, it felt like a, like a wrong thing for me to admit that you needed help i needed help because i was running ragged you know and the the thing about parenthood i guess it's like a lot of it is you don't want to be judged right and you know you had to convince me that look you're not doing well with this schedule you know i think back then we did it because we couldn't afford it Mm-hmm. I had to take care of her because we couldn't afford daycare. Mm-hmm. And then when we did daycare, it was such a weight off of my shoulders because I was telling Chris, 
I don't think I'm giving her the best of me because I'm not playing with her. I'm not engaged with her. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to live through the day until you can come home to take over. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with you too, you were also like, I don't have time for myself. Yeah, because I just got home from work. You know, and you you don't have that decompressed time. You just had to be on all the time. And it wasn't like... Until I could put her to bed. And Yeah, until you can put her to bed. And then by that time, you're already tired. So what are you going to do? You're just going to go to sleep. So, you know, when it... I And I even told Chris, okay. I I was like, okay, when, when she's one year old, for sure, let's do it, you know. And thankfully, we were able to do it when she was one year old. And mm. she's going to daycare now. It's been four weeks. She's great. But, man, I had to be honest with myself. I had to really look, like you said, mm-hmm. really look into myself and be like, yeah, I have to do. And especially in this pandemic. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, no. just, oh, yeah. sorry. it's hard. <laughs> yeah. She was definitely worried about, you know, contracting something, you know, her and... And and that is an issue, but you know you you'd have to trust the facility that she's in. Yeah, and do I, your do your homework. And we saw we saw how they were. Yeah, um, you know, and just keep up with your saying. You got to do a balance balancing act here. Um, we're not saying that you know we're we're the greatest parents here, but we just do what works for us. Yeah. So and we want you guys to do the same. Do what works for you. Um, you know, uh, reflect back on what you might need to get done or what you need help with. And don't be afraid to ask questions, but also make up your own mind. You know, that, um, I guess that's the best part of parenting is it's your child. <laughs> yeah. You, I don't want to say you can do whatever you want, but you know, you can. You can, do, can. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want. It's yeah. your child. And, you know, you parent how you see fit. So don't let, I mean, you know, don't even let us tell you how to do it. Yeah. We're just letting you know what worked for us. And if it helps you, good. And if it doesn't, at least you could learn a little bit and maybe modify it a little bit to where it can work for you. Yeah. So, I mean, th- thanks for taking the time to be with us, guys. I'm, yeah, Frankie, if you're listening, yeah, this is it, your one-year eval. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's listening to this when she's 20. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But thanks for being with us, guys. We really appreciate your support, your continued support um, at that. Um, if you have any questions or anything like that, or even if you just want to say hi, I have a quick conversation, you know, go to Instagram um, at Dear Frankie Podcast. Slide us a DM, you know, I'll answer <laughs> and maybe forward it to Nikki or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But if you have questions, comments, you know, just let us know. And um, until the next time, guys, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.